Hi again everyone, Ness Hughes here with you for our fifth and final day of daily devotionals this week. We've been looking at 2 Samuel chapters 1 through 10 and today we're finishing off by having a look at an overview of chapters 8 to 10. I'm really just going to read the beginning part of chapter 8. But before we do that, we need to recall something that we read in chapter 7. Let me read now from verse 9, which says, I have been with you wherever you have gone. And I have cut off all your enemies from before you. Now I will make your name great, like the names of the greatest men on earth. And I will provide a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did at the beginning and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also give you rest from all your enemies. Well, with that uh, promise um, being reminded and recalled to mind now, we're going to read uh, from chapter 8, verse 1. Let's turn to that now. In the course of time, David defeated the Philistines and subdued them, and he took Metheg Amar from the control of the Philistines. David also defeated the Moabites. He made them lie down on the ground and measured them off with a length of cord. Every two lengths of them were put to death and a third length was allowed to live. So the Moabites became subject to David and brought him tribute. Moreover, David defeated Hadadezer, son of Rehab, king of Zobar, when he went to restore his monument at the Euphrates River. David captured a thousand of his chariots, 7,000 charioteers, and 20,000 foot soldiers. He hamstrung all but a hundred of the chariot horses. When the Arameans of Damascus came to help Hadadezer, king of Zobar, David struck down 22,000 of them. He put garrisons in the Aramean kingdom of Damascus, and the Arameans became subject to him and brought tribute. The Lord gave David victory wherever he went. David took the gold shields that belonged to the officers of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. From Tebar and Barothai, towns that belonged to Hadadezer, King David took a great quantity of bronze. When too, king of Hamath, heard that David had defeated the entire army of Hadadezer, he sent his son Joram to King David to greet him and congratulate him on his victory in battle over Hadadezer, who had been at war with two. Joram brought with him articles of silver, of gold and of bronze. King David dedicated these articles to the Lord as he had done with the silver and gold from all the nations he had subdued. Edom and Moab, the Ammonites and the Philistines and Amalek. He also dedicated the plunder taken from Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobar. And King David became famous after he returned from striking down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He put garrisons throughout Edom and all the Edomites became subject to David. The Lord gave David victory wherever he went. Now this uh, chapter uh, 8 verses 1 to 14 covers a summary of various events during David's reign rather than a specific period of time. And so we have an overview of many of the battles and victories that happened under David's administration. 
And the key message is that David had military and political success on every side. And so we read about the Philistines, the Moabites, the Arameans, and Edom. And those places represent the West. The Philistines were to the West. The Moabites were to the East. Aram was in the North and Edom to the South. And so from the West to the East, to the North, to the South, all were defeated. And the key refrain that we have in this um, part of the passage is um, verses 6 and 14, which say, the Lord gave David victory wherever he went. And what we're to read about this is that the promises that God made to David in chapter 7, God keeps. God is a promise keeper to um, overcome Israel's enemies, to defeat them and to give Israel rest and peace. That is um, God's promise to David. And this is the most important message of the narrative, that God is a promise keeper, that he is faithful and he keeps his promises even when the world is wicked. Israel has been established in its promised land as God's people and with God himself present with them. This is the great blessings that God promised all the way back in um, Genesis to Abraham. And this blessing that God um, gives his people is to be evident to all um, the nations that surround Israel. And these um, blessings are purposed for all nations and for all people. So, of course, the um, question begs, what do we make of these massive death tolls in these battles that we read about in chapter 8? How does it possibly fit with a good God who wants to bless the nations that he would uh, allow David to take such loss of life? Well, firstly, notice in the promises that we reread in um, 2 Samuel 7 that only wicked people who are um, seeking to oppress God's people will be um, punished and defeated. And secondly, we need to keep in mind that God is revealing himself within the current context of the world at the time. Remembering the creation account that we read in Genesis, that just even the opening chapters one through to three, we remember that God created the world and asked his people to live with him and with each other in the world in harmony. But the world in its sinfulness has chosen wickedness instead of peace under good, God's good rule. The violent era of David's time is not what God intended or established. But he will enter into that violent world to reveal himself to us and to re-establish his rule. This is the forever kingdom, the redeemed kingdom that we have just heard the promises um, given to David in chapter 7. God is entering into a violent world to reveal himself to us as a faithful God who will redeem and re-establish his good rule for forever. And so chapter 8 to 10, which if you read on through chapter 10, you'll see that there's more violent battles, sound like a bloodthirsty episode but it is still the loving intervention of a good God into a wicked world to display his faithfulness to his people, first to Israel and then to all the nations, ultimately through Jesus and then to all of humanity. 
And so this wraps up our week together, looking through 2 Samuel chapters 1 to 10. I'm going to finish now by reading one more verse, chapter 8, verse 15, which says, David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just and right for all his people. We leave this week feeling very hopeful for Israel under the rule of David. However, the very next chapter, the narrative of David takes a turn. David is not perfect. He is not the perfect one who will save God's people. God is the one who saves his people and there is one to come who is perfect, who will be God's instrument of salvation and will accomplish all the promises that God made to this David, this King David, the King of God's choosing. It's been great to be with you this week um, and I look forward to returning with you later on in the weeks and months for more daily devotionals. Bless you as you um, take deep dives into God's word each day and I'll be doing that alongside um, uh, with you as we follow these uh, Growing Disciples website and um, Bible reading plan together. I look forward to more time with you in the future. God bless.